you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hola, que tal? What's good, everybody? Super Bowl week. It is culminating finally with the game that we've been talking about. Welcome into the L Huddle podcast. Will Salva alongside mi hermana, mi prima, mi prima, hermana, MJ Acosta Ruiz. I always have to mention that. I always have to put that in there. Yeah, no, it's a thing now. Like, if you don't say it, it would be weird. I feel weird. Well. Yeah, it would feel yeah. weird. Hey, Super Bowl, huh? Oh this my gosh. We made it. Finally. We did we it. Did. <laughs> Barely, Barely, but but we we did. (laughs) We got here. Um, For y'all who don't know, if you've never been part of the the Super Bowl, of course, the game, Super Bowl Sunday is huge. It's the Mecca. It's it's everything that we work for the entire year. But the lead up this week, it's craziness. You, um, five hour, do people still drink five hour energy? Not a plug. Just wondering. I don't know. Because coffee is not doing it. It's not sufficient. No, no. But it's always right by the little like penny dish mm-hmm, in places, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because like you say, oh, there's there's a little there penny dish you just and there's five it. hour energy. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't I really been paying attention. Cafecito but... is really what Cafecito, I go, what yeah, I go claro. with. Um, it, it gets the job done. And thank goodness, because Radio Row, where we are set up in Arizona, is nuts. Let me set the scene for everybody because, well, and you've seen Radio Rows before. They are mm-hmm. just packed. It's every possible media outlet, every radio show, not just for the two teams, um, team cities that are represented in the Super Bowl, but across the sports and beyond landscape. So it's just, it's rows and rows, literal rows of every media personality and every show that you can imagine. And then in between that is every athlete, celebrity you could possibly dream up. And it's a little bit like the Hunger Games, right? Like you're trying to grab <laughs> folks, like you have folks booked for your show, but there's also like, oh, I don't know. I'm making this up. Snoop Dogg walking by. Snoop Dogg's always mm-hmm. there. That was low hanging fruit. He's always around he, one way or another. A great <laughs> guests, right? Yeah. Great guests at Radio Row. Let's take a listen. It is an honor. All fangirl moment. I can say it proudly. I'm here with artist Lucinda La Morena Hinojos, the first Chicana Native American visual artist to work with the league on Super Bowl theme art. And it's not just theme art. These are full pieces of art that you will see everywhere. Um, Lucinda, we just saw the program for you. I'm holding it. It's the first time you've seen it. I didn't realize you hadn't seen it yet. So what is going through your head now that you see it materialize in front of you? I'm trying to actually hold back the tears. It's really overwhelming and emotional for me because uh, it was like that initial phone call when the NFL, um, I had that Zoom call with them to notify me that I had, I got selected to be the Super Bowl theme art for this year's Super Bowl. Uh, I became really emotional because for that moment, I saw a glimpse of what I've been through as a, a single mom of three and all those hardships and obstacles, what I've been through to get here at this moment now. And it's just like, it was like a flash. And so it hit me, you know, and I just became emotional. And now seeing this, 
I haven't had the moment to take everything in. Right. And so that was, that's just another like, oh, to my heart, it just makes me emotional. But I'm also very, very proud because from the messages to the DMs and to like the shout outs, like yeah. I've seen people in my community in, in public and, you know, just letting me know or telling me how proud they are makes me yeah. proud, you know? Well, you're such a vivid and beautiful representation of intersectionality, right? You have so much as part of your roots. Can you take me through that? And, and really a bit more on what it means to be sitting here. Like, let this be your moment, girl. Because I know that Super Bowl, it's crazy, right? You literally yeah. don't have a second. I know someone else told you, hey, look up real quick. There's your mural yeah. as you're walking through the city. Take this moment now to, to, to try and, and, and wrap your head around all that's happened and where it's led you to. Let me just take that breath right now. Yes, we'll do it together. I actually, I literally ran over here to be here. <laughs> so it's been like, yeah. I wasn't... I didn't know what was to happen. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. As an artist, I'm just doing something that I love to do. Of course. In 2015, a mural changed my life. It inspired me. It culturally, spiritually, politically awakened me. And that's just what I want to do for others. And so now I'm here. Um, I've been just looking down and moving forward, not looking left or right, just doing something I love. And now right. I look up and I'm like, whoa. Like it's, it's hard not to get emotional, right? you know, like I, I walked up and I wanted to cry because it's a lot, but it's like, it's, it's exciting. It's really yeah. exciting. My family's so proud. My community's so proud. My kids are proud and I'm really excited to be here. I was going to ask, do your kids know how, how cool this is? Like really, really <laughs> oh what their God. mom has done? Oh my gosh. So I've been doing the art gig since 2011, 12. I started, you are not new to this. Mm -mm. I started doing yeah. art shows, though. Yeah. You want to know why, though? Because I was trying. I put my kids in Pop Warner football. So they've mm -hmm. been playing. I was a football mom. Yep. The fees. And, you know, Pop Warner is actually expensive. It's a lot. Know? So I was trying to figure out this side hustle. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got, you know, us moms are survivors. We we make it happen. So I got into art. It started through an art shows. But from that it went to 2015 this mural changed my life and then it went from that so now my kids seeing because you know they thought it was just a hobby they didn't really know i was just asking back then is am i cool now am i cool now <laughs> now i'm like now am i cool and they're like yes this is we don't really have cool. to ask the question anymore all right like no. you can hold this over their heads because, for the rest of their life because all their friends are like yo yeah and so their friends were posting the, the Super Bowl ticket, and then my kids are like, yeah, we're cool. We're famous, man. We're famous. They're like, excuse me, actually, that, that would be me, yeah. but thanks by extension. So wait, this is quite literally a full circle moment because what got you oh, into yeah. this was trying to find a way to provide an opportunity for your kids to yeah. play a sport that they love. Yeah. And now you're on the biggest stage for American football yes. with your art at the forefront. I mean, that's crazy it, life does not imitate art it is a reflection right. of art i mean wow i always say you know what be mindful of what you put out you know the good energy you put out and because whatever you put out you receive three times fold mm. and whether it's bad or good and i've always lived by that and as yeah. native people you know we carry that it's always been the ways of our people yeah is putting that good out and winsler nosey blessed our mural the other day and he reminded us remember what you put out you receive three times fold and like I said, bad or good. And that's what I've been doing. And now it's like full circle. It's like when you're on path, uh, you know, opportunities naturally come. Sure. Prosperity comes. Abundance comes. 
as you see, like I've always looked at life like that because I've never had much, but I'm alive. I'm wealthy. I'm health. I'm healthy. My kids are good. They're healthy. And that's what matters to me. And yeah. I carry that spirit in everything that I do. And along with this piece, you know, this, this piece is more than just a Super Bowl ticket. It's more than a mural. It's a bigger purpose in itself. And it's no coincidence that all these secret existities are happening as I'm painting this trophy, right. as I painted the mural. And so it's, you know that representation needed for needed to happen yeah. and what more space to be in than on the biggest platform in the world oh my gosh we we talk about the bragging rights right that yeah. your kids are going to have but <laughs> truly when you talk about the communities that you serve and represent and the lessons that your family is going to be able to glean from this if they take nothing else you want them to remember what about this experience and this moment that they had a piece that represented them in our communities and mm -hmm. our native people. And they can see my family and community, what they felt from it, they get, they, there's some who've gotten emotional because it's like they're being seen for the first time. Yeah. Yes. And this is a, a statement of saying that as native people, we are still here. Mm -hmm. You know, there's 22 tribes in Arizona. Not many people know that. And so in the painting actually uh, incorporated those, those diamonds represent stars for our 22 tribes. Wow. So, yeah. so there's not everything, everything about this is intentional yes everything. that you see here because when we put symbols into our artwork you know the ancestors have to and the elders they have to give us that permission to put these symbols wow we still put patterns on stuff just right because, right you know so, oh my goodness yeah. so what will super bowl sunday look like for you this year i'm so excited today <laughs> i just i officially got invited they, i I got four tickets. Whoa! Because we come in a pack. It's me that part. And my three kids. Exactly. You know I mean? Absolutely. As so you should. So we get to we get to we get to go together as a family. You know, a, football has been a huge impact on my son Nathaniel's life. Like, yeah. You know, I'm gonna get a little personal. I almost lost my son last year. Wow. But uh, football has inspired him. Has motivated him to keep going. He studies the football players. He listens to their stories. You know, when I was painting, it actually had a like I almost lost my. Like I was gonna say, can I say it? Yeah, girl. <laughs> listen, we can fix anything in post. Keep it real. But I almost, I almost lost it because you know it was tough painting this painting. But my son, when I made a phone call, I was crying. I was like, I can't. It's you know, it was, it was a lot. And so my son picked up that phone call. I was like, Mom, everything's gonna be okay. You're at another level now. You're like the NFL players when they get drafted for the, the um, right. when they get oh. drafted. He's like, they go through the same thing. It's overwhelming. They don't know what to expect. And I was like. I love that he made that connection to it. Wow. Yeah. He's like, so um, just imagine what they've been going through, what they go through when they first drafted for the NFL. It's a lot to take on. And now you're at that level, mom. He's wow. like, you're not at, you know, and I was like, okay, son. And I wiped my tears. And I was like, but I'm <laughs> proud mom of Yeah, I was like, man, my son did that for me. Wow. Why? Because of, the, because of football. You know, sometimes we think the younger generation isn't paying attention right. or that they're only seeing things at surface level. But a moment like that, for him to to almost parent in that moment, yeah. right? Like the, the coin flipped for a minute. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And he painted with me with for the mural. He was my assistant. Like he worked side by side with me on that mural. That we had a whole team of um, indigenous artists, which I was so grateful. Oh, yeah, all, a whole team of indigenous female artists. And we had some, a couple male artists, but <laughs> the, 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 the gals led the way. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it was amazing. And my son um, was there helping me paint, uh, helping me paint and, it was just a, a really cool experience to work with my son too and the team. Other than a much needed spa day, what is next for you after Super Bowl? <laughs> 
Okay, so I'm going to take a spa day in Tucson. <laughs> yes, yes. I might take a little vacation to Rocky Point. But the next thing for me is I'm going to work on um, my first solo exhibition. I've been working on that, th this exhibition since for the past years now. Mm -hmm. I say about 2015, I started to kind of like put the thoughts together. And then about four years ago, three years ago, I started um, photographing my muses like my models yeah. because i'll be painting about um local heroes wow. our women heroes these are a couple women that are my friends that have incredible stories regarding incarceration and oh God. like immigration issues yeah. like yeah. every issue you can like that are really hits home for me um i want to photograph them paint them and then do installations wow. in this exhibit so i'm really excited i cannot wait this is just the beginning yeah and actually, this isn't the beginning because you've been at this for a long time and this is all of you poured into this. How lucky are we that we get to share it with you and your family? Thank you, Lucinda. I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thanks for representing. Thank you for having me. Of course. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Joined now by the incomparable, one and only... By the end of this uh, interview, he will be my primo officially, I think. 100%. Anthony Ramos in the house. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here on El Huddle. Um, as a girl from the Heights, you know I was hype about this one. Yeah. Personal connection here, not just from the play, um, from the movie, of course, but I, I want to start with just your trajectory because I was reading an article where you said that when you watched the play in the Heights, it sort of changed things for you. It was a pivotal moment in your acting career. Yeah, no, it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I like, I definitely thought about like quitting just because wow. it was. I, I was, I was auditioning and I was, I was like really discouraged because mm -hmm. of all the roles, all the roles I couldn't get mm -hmm. and all, all the no's I kept getting. I just, I yeah. mean, I just, I'm going on two, three auditions a day yeah. during the week, like four times a week, and so I don't even know how much, how many right. that that is, but like. But uh, and I'm just getting no after no after no, and um, you know, finally I was like, dang, like, I need, you know, I, I maybe I should find something new to That's do. Real. Yeah. And I sat in the audience, and I'm watching these guys, and I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing this whole cast, and they all look like my cousins and mm -hmm. friends and people I grew up yep. with, and they all sound like people yep. I grew up with. And I was like, I was like, maybe may, maybe maybe I shouldn't quit. Maybe there is, yeah. maybe there is a space. Maybe there is hope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and I. Honestly, it kept me going. There's something to be said about seeing yourself, your perspective and your story reflected back at you. Like that's, I remember yeah. when I first watched the play, um, I sobbed. I sobbed in the eyes. Everybody's looking at me like, girl, are you okay? <laughs> I went by myself. There was one seat left to go watch it. And I said, okay, this, this seat was meant for me. Uh, and it was in the front row, which is kind of tough to watch, but like Crazy. I literally could see the sweat, the heart, the emotion of it and that, just watching it back growing up on 191st off of St. Nicholas, like yeah. it hit me so hard because I think we all as Latinos in this space, if you're in entertainment, in, in film and TV, you're just looking for a connection. 
and it's tough when the representation isn't there. It's wild, but you, you've, you've served as a conduit for so many of us and you've done so many different projects. From that moment when you went to go see In the Heights, the stage play, yeah. to now where you've been now in motion pictures, In the Heights, the show, the actual movie, the film, yeah. uh, Hamilton, of course. What has that trajectory been like for you? You know, it's it's uh, it's it's been it's 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 been like Lynn says something to me. Lynn, who you know made the sh- In the Heights and Hamilton, he he um, he said something to me one time. I cracked a joke during rehearsal. Uh, when, when we were still on Broadway and, and I said some, I said a joke and then I kind of was like self-conscious about the way I said it mm. and I was like oh, I feel like I talk too hood mm. I mm. need to change the way I speak I said that and he was like yo you don't have to change the way you speak Baba you just need to make sure people understand you oh my god and I was like and I think after you said that it was like something clicked in my brain and um, I just didn't move the same way you know and, and I wasn't you know, I, I it just I don't know. It was just like in that one moment, I, I, I felt, and I'm sure you know people have told me like you're enough, and you're an, you know you're, you're more than enough, and things yeah. like that. Don't ever change. But sometimes it takes somebody to say something a certain way for something to click in your brain, and um, and in that day, it just something just changed in me, and I and, and ever since that day, I just kind of, I moved through the industry in that way, and yeah. like even when I take roles. You know, uh, I, I was just having a meeting with a director yesterday uh, on a on a movie mm-hmm. that uh, potentially doing this film. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And, and he said to me, you know, what what draws you to the roles that you do? And I said, you know, I said the the ability for me to bring myself to Period. every single role. If he's a cowboy, yeah. if he's a mm-hmm. astronaut, if he, whatever he is, the ability for for me to bring the the Puerto Rican kid from the projects in Bushwick, Brooklyn, to that role whatever whoever that you know yeah whoever that is you know even if i'm doing a dialect a southern dialect or chicago whatever i'm still yeah there's still that those pieces of me so i think that's kind of like you know that's kind of how i approach it now you yeah. know i married a new yorican puerto rican man from park slope from park Actually, slope yes. Word. and he literally just said a story just like that he was in a zoom meeting and someone brought up an idea he said yo that's dope and everyone almost took it like a joke like oh that's so funny that you're he's like nah that's like how i would talk anyway just because i'm I'm in a corporate space like this is still who i am right um so that that really clicked with me a lot someone asked me yesterday like how do you separate you know mj the reporter the host from like and i'm like i don't right and i don't think i can or should do that because we're always searching for that authenticity right and you can't fake the funk like people will know if you are trying to make yourself out to be something you are not has there been a, i'm sure there's been times where they've tried to put you in this box that you have no business being in nor did you want to be in right all the time yeah i mean yeah. you know i mean not as much anymore because mm-hmm. i just don't, don't i just it. don't allow it yeah. you know but it, it takes for you to not allow it because people will do it if you yeah. let them though mm-hmm. people will do whatever you let them Facts. allow them to do yep. you know and that's just life in general yeah. like you know, no one knows that they can't do something until you exactly. show them like, no, yeah. you can't talk to me like that or you can't treat me that way or you can't put mm-hmm. me in that box or yep. no, I'll, I'll only do this or, you know, yeah. or this is what I feel like I'm worth. And if you don't feel that way, that's OK. Respectfully, I, I appreciate that, you know, right. but I'm a walk, you know, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and, and, and um, you know, I think it's like, you know, I've, I've definitely I've definitely been been uh tried uh, uh many times you know they try to put me in a box they try to say oh we see him in this we see him in that and um but but i think what's most important i guess what i've learned and what i'm still learning is how do you see yourself 
Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's like, the whole word. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, like how do you see? How do you see yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, I'm, I was. It's like what everybody will tell you what they think mm-hmm. you should be doing, mm. and they'll they'll tell you like where they, you know, oh, you remind me of this person, you remind me of that person, oh, yeah. you. You, you kind of resemble a young this, mm. you know? Like, or you're the next. There's always, blah, blah, blah. it's very easy yeah. for people to just compare you to yeah. a thing that they know already, right? Yeah. But it's harder for you to be the first person, yeah. you know? It's harder for you to be the person that did that first, yeah. you know? And, and I think that starts with you saying to yourself, you know, me saying to myself, like, yo, I understand this is what everybody sees me doing, but what do you, how do you see yourself? Yeah. You know, what do you want? If you have that that foundation right and by the way it's scary to tell people like nah i'll walk away from this and not and not be bluffing like you mean it you mean i because you don't want to miss the opportunities especially when you're in a space where there hasn't been some when you're the first when you're the only like it's terrifying but you're like will it come back around that part you know what i'm saying that part and like my parents i don't know if you like so my family struggles with a lot of like the generational trauma and it's not because it comes from a place of malice they were trying to protect me right like they only wanted me to be successful coming to this country as immigrants right so they're like all right you have to straighten your hair and it wasn't because they didn't love me for who i was but they're like this is what's digestible to the mainstream here in the united states so like we got to fit in as much as possible so that you can be okay so you can put food on the table yep i had somebody tell me to uh grow my hair out so i could be ethnically ambiguous come on (laughs) yo (laughs) like first of all yo like no, but I feel you. you know? Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to digest. But there's also so much beauty in what we bring to the table. And I'm glad that we're in a space where it's finally being, I won't say accepted, because I, the acceptance part for me is not paramount anymore. It was yeah. for a real long time. Now it's like I'm celebrating it right. at every turn. Um, and, of course, we're here at the Super Bowl. I know that sports was a big part of your life, too. Baseball, yeah. for sure. You were a baseball player. You played um, uh, DB at one point, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told. So yeah. when you look around here and you're amongst, like, other athletes, for me in DR, like, baseball was everything. It. It's like I a mean, religion, yeah. Yeah, almost. Yeah, PR, too, yeah. It's yeah. like, in the Caribbean in general, mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. that's, baseball is life. Literally. You know? But it was also a way out. It was. I, yeah, like, I mean, you know, my brother played, my father played, mm. my cousins played. Oh my God. Like everybody, mm-hmm. every, my whole family, like that was, that was, that was it. baseball was life. And, yeah. and it was our way of, of making something of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother was all, all, uh, state, Dang. you know, he was, uh, all like, he was one of the best players in the country. Yeah. And, you know, my cousin went on to play D1. He was an amazing pitcher and oh. playing D1. You know, I was going to play college baseball, but then. I just, uh, you know, I told this story actually in an interview recently where I said I was I was in the outfield. I, I had finished my senior year. I worked mad hard. I had mm-hmm. the highest batting average on my team in high school in my senior wow. year after being benched the year before. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, y'all, nev- I'm never letting that happen to me again. Yeah. And then I went and, 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 you know, I had a great season, but then I'm playing summer ball and I'm in the outfield. And I just had a moment where I was like, yo, this ain't it no more. Mm-mm. I don't you think felt it. I felt it. Yeah. I was just like, I don't think this is it. And I had yeah. just started doing theater. Like, but music was always my first love. But I like auditioned for what I thought was a talent show. It ended up being a musical in high school. I get a lead role. I was like, I don't want to do this. This is crazy. There's mad lines. Yeah. I'm not going to memorize. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to be off book. I got to like be this. off book. Like, yo, for real though. Yeah. Like, I didn't even do my homework in high school. Yeah. So it was like, that was homework. Yeah. Like, I had to really like practice and work at that. Mm-hmm. But 
I just, you know, I, I just dove in and I said, you know what, let me try it. I've never done this. I've never done this before. That's and I just loved it. And I just kept going with it. And, and I think it was like find, finding the thing that I actually love. It was like I, I found the thing that I actually love more. If, you know, this, just as much, if not more, than playing ball. That's wild. You know, and, and it was yeah. almost like I started to cultivate my own identity apart from what my family yep. thought I should do. Or, yep, you know, yep. even my brother said to me one time, he was like, yeah, it was hard for me when you quit. You know, because you he, didn't even know that side of it. He told me he was wow. like, it was hard for me when you quit because I really wanted you to keep going. Damn. You know, and that was, you know, and, and it's, it's sometimes somebody else's dream for you is not. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, sports is I still, that, that mentality, like, that. Mm, it doesn't leave that you. That doesn't leave you, right. like, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, like, I was playing in a celebrity softball game recently, <laughs> and I was like, no, we're going to win. Let's go. Right. You know? Let's go. And, uh, you know. Starting lineup only. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw you dapping up Victor Cruz yesterday. Yeah, I know Victor, yeah. Um, obviously, he's well-beloved from Giants fandom, but that. The most legendary catch of all time. Crazy. Right. Crazy. So, okay, so we can put that to rest, oh, right? No, nobody has to no, argue no, that. No. But he you caught it with his helmet. Nuts. It's wild. Yeah. But you didn't grow up a Giants fan, no, did you? I'm a Jets fan. So how do you square that? All right, that's my that's my brother, Otro Boricua, but I don't you know what? <laughs> I don't hate on the Giants when they in the when they Fair when enough. they in the play like yeah. when you know, I I I wanted I wanted the Giants to win. Yeah. They they made it to the playoffs. I was like, Yes, let's go. Giants all the way. Let's get right. it. Like it's New York. Like, I was New York. Over, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even love to the Bills, like that's upstate, <laughs> but you know, it's, and your division bold. Yeah, yeah, and my bold. yeah, yeah, I know bold, yeah. right? But it's okay, I'm a Dolphins fan, uh, so yeah. I get it. But if your team ain't in it, like it's like you know, I'm, what are you gonna do? I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna hate That's on the hilarious. on the people, you know. But but you know, Jets all day. Okay, all so day. Let's, let's clarify Shout out that to real quick. Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. How they both on the trophy. get right rookies of the year? Well, I love what they're doing over there. Robert Sala, I knew him from when I covered the Niners over in San Francisco. He's fire. He's a great freaking coach he's fire and the guys buy in as you can see like they love him yeah um have you had a chance to even think about the matchup this sunday though with the eagles and the chiefs i think it's been i was just talking to my boy i think it's gonna be a shootout they have been texting me all day from our social team i'm sorry guys i'm gonna get this to you they're like we need your game pick i can't pick i can't pick it's so hard i'm gonna have to I mean, but i'll pick for you i think the chiefs are gonna win okay all right, yeah, by yeah. conduit, by proxy, Anthony has picked uh, yeah, for me. Yeah, I love yeah. that for me. I think. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't. Have, <laughs> does not have to pick. You don't take have the to burden pick. off of my shoulders. Uh, I appreciate right. yeah, that yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. Before I let you go here, Anthony, so I could talk to you for hours because I know there's a lot of layers here. How, how much satisfied did you grow up dancing? How in much? Your house? Wow. Uh, I mean, I, I grew up dancing in my my house a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't take. It was, I'm not technically trained, but like I gets down on like the street side of my game. Yo. For many years I could only dance with my pops. So I was like, no, he's the only person I've been dancing with. So I was like three, but now I know that it, it You translates. get down to salsa like I that? I do get down, but always. And like old school salsa, like Grupo Nietzsche, Victor Manuel, oh, wow. yeah, like. Yeah, 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 La salsa romantica, which they don't even make anymore. Right, Tito Rojas. Yes. Yeah, wow. All of that. That's Yo, I, 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 I grew up dancing salsa later on. Like, I, I didn't grow up dancing salsa, like, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how to dance it okay now. <laughs> just after, honestly, after In the Heights. Yeah. Like, oh, I bet. I had to learn how to dance on two, which is different Dif- dancing on one. It is different. Anybody who dance salsa knows they that's, that's two that. different things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and by the way, like, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Colombians, Cuban, like, everybody dances their different. own brand of salsa. It's different. wild. Crazy. The, but the it's styles are different. Yes, like, but the beat is always there, and it will always be. And I'm so proud. Please tell me you watched the Grammys and Bad Bunny's opening. Yo, Bad Bunny took over. I almost the cried. I was so happy. I was like, 
I was like, they will never see a performance ever, like that again. Ever, ever. in the history. They, they well, shut it hope, down. You know, hopefully they do. I mean, hopefully yes, they every do. Year. You know? How do you how do you top that? You literally cannot. No, nah, he he smashed that. It was like he's an, the biggest artist in the world right period. now. He's crushing. When it, you got like, Taylor Swift dancing merengue at the Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift couldn't sit. She didn't know. She's she, like, she, she didn't couldn't know what sit hit her. down. But they know now. Look, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm like, yo, let's go. We here. That's like it. that's what, and we're not going anywhere. Right. Anthony, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. This has been phenomenal. Um, thank you for your insight and just sharing a little bit of your oh, story. Man, thanks for having me. This is this is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Joined now by Bills Safety Jordan Poyer. Thank you so much for stopping by because I know it's this is it's wild here. People don't realize like the chaos that ensues on Super Bowl week. It is pretty wild <laughs> here, but I appreciate you having me on. Of it's a, it's always a blessing to be here. Um, I'm just super excited to be here, and this is awesome. It's been such a good time. And last night we had NFL honors. I just want to get sort of your reaction to see to knowing that Jamar was up there with the entire medical staff. I mean, it was the moment of the night for me. Yeah. And I know for you guys who were literally in this. Yeah. Um, what does it feel like now knowing that literally the best possible outcome right. is what happened? Chill, I mean, it was just chills watching him go yeah. up there and accept that. And uh, first of all, he looked super fly. He I looks mean, great. Man, he looked great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, he like, had it. Um, nah, I was just super proud of him. I, I told yeah. him that last night. And, you know, I always tell him that. I mean, he's just a kid that uh, – he, he loves to give back so much yeah. and he, he appreciates the position that he's in mm -hmm. so much. And, uh, you know, for him to, to be going through what he went through and to see where he's at now, I'm yeah. just so proud of him. And to see all those people up there, all the medical staff accepting the award. Um, and I mean, that's just, like you said, the perfect scenario because, sure. you know, when it, when it happened, I mean, you know, I was in on the play and, you know, it, it mm. was something that, you know, I question my football, you know, for, for, yeah. for, I mean, still do, you know. How put, do you not, right? It's a lot of things in perspective. Um, but like I said, I'm just super proud of him um, and his family and that medical staff for, for you know, taking that one step at a time and getting to where they are right now. And to hear him say that he's going to play again, I'm super excited for him. So what was that process like for you? Because that's, that's heavy, you know, like it really is for you guys to, to, to I won't say compartmentalize because I can't imagine that's even a yeah. possibility, but to try and carry all of that at the same time. Yeah, uh, it was tough. And I think, uh, you know, I honestly think that with everything that went on throughout the season mm -hmm. um, and the way the season ended, it almost seemed like we we kind of ran out of gas at the end of the season. We didn't have enough left in the tank. And, you know, with everything that went on with the, you know, the Buffalo shootings, the, it's you know, it, it, it yeah. was a lot, you know, and, um, you know, to see, like I said, to see, Deham go what he went through and like that whole week it almost seems like a blur because it almost seems like it was a right. movie you know as soon right. as as soon as you know he went down and the, the you see the the medical staff come out the ambulance come out I mean it was only it was, it was you ask yourself like is this really happening right now mm -hmm. like I mm -hmm. mean is this really happening 
you know, and then you go to the locker room and you could really hear a pin drop. Um, wow. Nobody knew what to say. Everybody just wondering, is D-Ham going to be okay? Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, I've I said this on a couple other shows, you know, our head coach, Sean McDermott, I give him so much praise mm-hmm. because, you know, being able to, you know, to lead a group of men in that instance right there, in that moment right there, and, and really take charge and, you know, let us know. Like he told us, look, I'm not going to make you guys go back out there and play, play in this game after seeing what you guys just just saw um we're gonna sit and play pray for bdham and you know as the days went by we kept continuing to get better and better news um about him uh, but that didn't take away the fact that you know you saw what you saw you know he right. he definitely you know he he you could say he he died on the yeah. field for a second and our medical staff was able to bring him back but it kind of puts you know it kind of messed with my head you know i play the same position as he does mm. you know that could have been anybody and yeah. you, you sit there and question. You go home that night. You see your daughter. You see your wife, and it's like, like, what, like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. almost, I had those questions. Like, what am, what am I really doing? Um, and, and so, you know, a lot of guys. We had great, great counseling on the on the team throughout the the next few months. I guess after after that happened, you know, Doctor Des, you know, our, our chaplain, or Doctor Des, our, one of our counselors, our chaplain, Lynn Vandenboss, you know, people who you could really talk to. Um, but it it was tough. I'm yeah. not going to sit here and say no, that it sure. wasn't. Um, you know, everybody, you know, a lot of people will sit here and say, oh well, you know, you. You, you make all this money, you got to get over it and play the game, right, whatever. But, you know, that's just, it. It, yeah. it's just, um, it was tough. And like I said, at the end of the season, I do believe that, you know, we ran out of gas. You know, we get down 14-0 early against the Bengals, and we just didn't have any fight left in us to come, try to make a comeback in that game. So um, there's no there's no moral victories or moral, mm. you know, excuses or anything like that. You know, you know we got our, we got our butts kicked in that game. But at the same time, you kind of look back and see all the adversity that, that we dealt with. And if you were to tell me at the beginning of the year, that we would have had to deal with that adversity and we'd still win 13 games. Come on. I'd have been like, you're crazy, you know, like you're crazy. But yeah. that's what happened. You know, we won a playoff game at home and then just finally, like I said, ran on empty against a, against a better football team on that day than in the Cincinnati Bengals. When you, when you think about the unity of this locker room, certainly the unity of Bill's Mafia and how the fans showed up and the mm-hmm. community showed up for it, what does that say about the culture you guys have built? Because, look, there's no preparing for something right. like that, but what I was so proud of watching you guys as a team, as a brotherhood, was the way that you came together. Right. And it was my brothers first, nothing else. Right. That's that's huge. Yeah, and I mean that's really exactly what we since 2017, since you know guys like Deion Dawkins, Micah Hyde, mm-hmm, Tre'Davious mm-hmm. White, Matt Milano, you know Tremaine Edmonds in 2018, um, you know myself, you know we. We first there's there's not a whole lot to do in Buffalo, you know, and so like, you know, the, it's we too hang out. cold it, to do anything. <laughs> it's way okay? too cold to really Let's do just anything. Say it. <laughs> and so like, what we do is we hang out with each other off the yeah. field in the off season, and I really think that goes um, that plays a fact into you know how you communicate on the field, how you play to, to get that togetherness on the mm-hmm. football field. Yeah. So we were a close group of guys. We still are, you know. We're just a close group of guys. A lot of guys at my wedding. You know, I'm at a lot of the other guys' weddings, and I love that. Um, you know, we could talk about you know stuff off the field to each other, and it was a brotherhood. And it was, I guess, when Dham went down, it was like when you see one of your brothers go down, it was it was hard. You know, it was hard on on, on a lot of guys. Some guys harder than uh, some guys. It was harder on than others. Um, but we 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 wrapped our arms around each other. Um, you know, we were all in together, all yeah. in, you know, for the same thing, for the same reasons. And, you know, we loved one, we, we loved one another. And that's why, yeah. you know, that was why one of the reasons why I played hurt all season long 
was because I loved my brothers and yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to let them down. Um, and you know, it was, it, I don't regret it at all. And uh, that's just, that's just what we built out there. It was just a, a culture that we, that we built and you know, they're going to continue to build it. So let me ask you this, when you guys are off the field, because I know, and I'm covering the game, right? There are times where I'm like, I need to do something as far removed from football as possible. That's just real, right? Like when you're in it all the time. So what's something that you like to do that has nothing to do with the NFL? Like, is it gaming? Is it travel? Is it food? Do you crochet? Like, where where do we go? Yeah, in in during the season, it is hard to kind of detach. No, for sure. From football, especially in the the city of Buffalo, you know, everywhere you go. You know, <laughs> people Bills, are Bills fans. Yeah, yeah, they're Bills fans. And so, uh, me, I golf. Uh, I golf a lot. That's and, very zen. Yeah, very, very, yeah. very zen. Um, you know, it's hard when, it's the course, hard. when the course is shut down in October. <laughs> right. There's no more golf. Um, right. So, I am a big gamer, um, Call of Duty guy. But, nice. Um, you know, it, I, I've said that in a couple uh, on my podcast, too. You know, when you're you're playing in a sea like Buffalo, it is hard to detach yourself from football because everywhere you go, is football right. you know everywhere you go is buffalo bills everywhere you go people know you people want to talk to you people want pictures with you and that's you know that's all fine but it's really hard to detach yourself yeah. from the game of football when you're out there but in the off season yes i'm a big golfer big gamer i love to be on the water not in the water i love to be on the water <laughs> not, there's, a, there's, there's a, a difference big difference in being <laughs> on the water in the water Fair enough. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's my off season, and I, I enjoy it a lot. I love that. Well, I'm excited that you get to be here at Super Bowl week, and that we got to spend some time with you. Really appreciate you. And look, I've picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl the last two seasons. And full disclosure, I told you I was a Miami girl. I'm yeah. a Dolphins fan, so that is saying a lot of what I think about your team and your oh, squad and man. what you guys have oh, done. I appreciate so, that. I picked um, us too, but we can't get it done. <laughs> right, fair. I'm sorry, yeah. but I appreciate you having me on. No, of course. Yeah, Thanks, it means Jordan. A lot. Thank you. <laughs> MJ crushing it. It doesn't matter (laughs) where you are. You crush it. Get the guests. You get them to engage and talk and you make them feel like familia, right? And that's what this podcast is all about. Mm -hmm. This podcast is also about football. Lots and lots of football as well. And now it is, should we do a little drum roll right now? I don't know if you can hear my drum roll or bang on the table, whatever it is. We've got <laughs> prediction time, your favorite part. Need MJ, it. I love it. Okay, you go first. Okay. <laughs> oh, weak, weak sauce. I Fine. defer. Fine. Seriously, you're not going to, oh, okay. I defer to the second half. <laughs> okay. I, and I'm, I, Listen, do you want me to stall? I can't stall. Okay, I can't I know. stall. But I, I listen. We got to get to it. 27 to 24 is what I think the uh, final score is going to be. And I believe that it is going to be the Eagles who oh! will prevail. They will get another Super Bowl title. Oh, I think it's man. going to be a battle in the trenches. I think that Hassan Reddick is going to be chasing a hobble Patrick Mahomes all over the field. I think that you will see... Uh, Jalen Hurts really get going on the ground. And I think Devontae Smith is going to get loose and get a couple of touchdowns. That is what I'm going with. Very specific here. Very specific. So now that I've, now that I've spouted off about it now, come on, let's go MJ. Um, You know, I've been, I've been calling for Jalen Hurts MVP all season long. Um, And I think, right. I think he needs the win more just so that people can stop with the trash talk 
And yeah, I'm talking about some of y'all, some of y'all in Philly. I don't, re- I don't forget those headlines in the early, mm. in the first couple of seasons um, that he was over there. So I, you know what? Fly Eagles fly. Never thought in my life. My husband is not going to be happy about this. Um, uh, but I'm going with the Eagles. Yes. Yo, go with the yeah. Eagles. Okay. Don't come for me, Chiefs fans. Y'all got a ring not that long ago. Okay. Um, yeah, but you know what, MJ, you know what you could do, though? You could say you could say Eagles on here because you work multiple platforms. You could say Chiefs. On right. The this is one, subject right? to change you at any point this. before kickoff. Okay. <laughs> Any point before kickoff of Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, Will, wow, what a season it's been. Uh, we'll come back mm-hmm. and, and and see if we were right. <laughs> Next. We'll see. God help us. Dios mio. Uh, help us out. Uh, and help us out with the podcast. If you, if you like what you hear, make sure to download us. Make sure to give us a positive review. Subscribe. The whole thing. We'd love to have you. Make sure to listen to El Huddle as we are here for you. MJ, Will, this has been another El Huddle podcast. Adios, everybody. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.